My name is Joe Wood. When I was a teenager, I experienced recurring paranormal phenomena. When it all became too much, I blocked it out. Now I'm on a mission to reconnect with this side of my life by revisiting my memories. This is What the Haunt. everybody welcome to the second listener questions episode of what's the haunt it is me joe wood and it's eric again of course hey eric (laughs) how you doing dude i'm doing pretty good man you know had a really good week how's your week going so far good you know holding up holding up in these crazy times everybody likes to talk about it's crazy times you know joe any hauntings coming your way or that's interesting yeah i'm gonna say no um i'm really busy right now you know i i find that like for me it all has to do with how much energy i put into it and how much time i set aside and i'm in the last few weeks of a semester of college right now so Mm. don't have much time to be connecting with my spirituality right now basically yeah i guess i'm (laughs) i guess i really made a made work about ghosts but not time to so so let me ask you a question yeah okay all these ghosts that are just around you right now and you're just like ignoring them are they gonna feel any kind of way once you start coming back to this or like like oh you've been ignoring me this whole time now i'm gonna smack you in the face uh you know let's let here's the thing what way do they experience time do they experience time in the same way we do? You know, they're not bound to these physical bodies. They're not bound to this planet. So are they bound to time the same way we are? It may be all these years and these months recently of me just being busy with school. Like maybe to them, that's like a quick commercial break, you I mean, know? Like, yeah, they might lose sense of time, but like, do they lose sense of logic, bro? Like you can't like logically... Can, they can't have all these events just happen in front of them and just think that it's like overnight. They well, have an idea. They have to have some kind of rough idea. Like, damn, that was a long time. Or, or even this has been happening for more than just a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or even they're like, well, I know for you it was a long time. So I'm, like, I'm gonna take like that a lot of, Or like a lot of stuff happened before. Like you wanted to talk to me again. Like what was that about? Yeah. Well, you basically have to like break the ice with them again like what how does that happen i mean you're talking about like spirits i'm familiar with specifically right like or do you mean in general because like mean in general oh in general i mean i think it's just like if if it's in general and they're not ones that i know they're just strangers here's here's my whole thing here's what i want to break down they're for the most part when we're talking about like entities that are or were living humans they're just people. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it's just a stranger. It's just somebody I haven't met. What, I guess maybe, maybe let me ask you, what do you mean? So like, think about it like, uh, 
I haven't been talking to strangers lately and I start I start talking to strangers again. Are they going to be mad that I took so long? Is that what you're saying? First of all, first of all, before we go, before we go forward, I want to let everybody know, <laughs> do not talk to strangers. I, I mean, be friendly. Listen, hey, our I mean, generation. I mean, be friendly, but right now in our times right now, we're going through a COVID and everything. Don't don't be too friendly. Well, yeah, don't you be know, get six, six feet away. Six friendly. feet away, mask on, over the nose. Yeah. You can wave. I try when I'm going on walks. I try to like, I really like use the smize. You know, it's all about eye about, contact. You know about smize, Eric. You you smile through your eyes. I'm no, really bro. I'm, I'm telling smizing, you, bro. like the new smile is eye contact. Well, you got to start doing that from now on. Instead of smiling at people since they can't see it with your mask, just stare at them directly in their eyes. Because I'm well, telling you, you're acknowledging them, and they're gonna appreciate that. Yeah, but there's two different ways because when I walk by the person without the mask on, I'm giving them eye contact, and it's not, <laughs> it's not friendly. Bro, I'm telling like, you, oh, people thanks. need that eye, the eye contact. I'm telling you. Yeah, I mean, all about the eye contact. The person I make eye contact with every day is my cat. So, COVID. <laughs> yeah. to you by COVID. In the beginning, I was so annoyed when podcasts were just like talking about it because I didn't want to hear about it. But now it's just like. This is what our lives are now. So like yeah, this is what not is, talking is. about it would be weird, right? Yeah. Um and apparently we're coming up to the second lockdown. Who knows if that's like gonna happen? Apparently it is. I think it's inevitable. Yeah. And we're, I, think we're, people, I think the people who are saying it's not gonna happen are the people who are going out right now. Yeah. You know, like, so just like yeah. for the listeners, we live in New York City. Um, and we just today got to uh 2000 cases for the first time since may so who knows i i am not an epidemiologist but i sure do listen to him as we all should uh and if you don't agree that's your opinion good for you i (sighs) all right joe i have a question what's up man have you ever seen danny phantom (laughs) like the show yeah yeah of course yeah have you? Yeah, 100%. Because I yeah. was talking to one of our friends. Okay. And we 100% think. Shout out to Carl, actually. Hey, Carl. Idea. You're the best. We definitely got to get you some Danny Phantom spandex, bro. And set up Excuse that little me? photo shoot. <laughs> okay. All right? Yeah, sure. All right. I'm going to um, I'm gonna have to keep up on the crunches. And if I, we're know, gonna put I, me know, in I know everybody from what I just said. They have a lot of questions about what I just said, but let, <laughs> that actually leads me to our first question from Ella. Does it? <laughs> they ask, is okay. it too late to submit questions? Now, I have one thing to say right now. Yeah, go ahead. It's never too late to submit a question because I guarantee you, your question will not only be acknowledged, it will somewhat be answered. If not answered, it will definitely raise a lot more questions you have about that question. Guaranteed. So, yeah, yeah it's never too late to submit a question. Yeah, so w- there's no uh, there's no limit. Like, so this is, this is the second listener questions episode. It follows episode two of the narrative. But, like, that doesn't mean this, is, this would be the only time I, we would answer a question about episode two or even episode one. It could be listener questions episode number 10, and I'll answer a question about episode one, you know? So ask away. Ask whatever you want. Ask whatever your heart desires, and we will address it. I don't know if we'll answer it, but we will address it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So feel free. Keep them coming. There is no, you didn't miss out. 
And I feel like don't think like any question is like a dumb question because I always ask Joe a bunch of dumb questions about this because I know nothing about it. And like I said before, like I'm not too big into believing about it, but like that's why I never really looked into it and I don't know anything about it. But yeah, like don't feel afraid to ask any kind of question. Eric, there's I mean, no dumb questions. There's only no, no, dumb no, plays bro. in Rocket League. There, there, are, there are dumb questions, bro. Don't, don't lie to these people. Okay. There are dumb questions. There's no dumb questions when it comes to this podcast. There are dumb questions. I might just in like, the universe. Like, what I just said, but there might be dumb questions when it comes to this. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> All right, Joe. So when you have these paranormal, you know, sensations, sensations, do you feel like this is brought upon you from your own, you know, paranormal, you know, like superpower okay or do you feel like you're just in the circumstance of it happening so i wouldn't go happen to anybody like it would happen to me if i was there it would happen to this and that person if they were there like it's not just you or do you think it's just you bring out the paranormal in the paranormal okay so first of all not a superpower (laughs) i actually I think I said last time, like, well, no, I think everybody has the potential to like unlock this within their self, within themselves. It's just about like opening yourself up to it and you have to go with in with that mindset. But, um, yeah, so I think that there are spirits around us. And while I do think that there is an influence, like if you're a sensitive, if you are a medium or a psychic or you're in tune with energy or you channel spirits or whatever, like, from that, from that openness, that's something that I believe from my experiences, spirits can sense and they are drawn towards it. It's kind of that whole porch light analogy with all the flies flocking to the light. Mm. But at the same time, I think a lot of these things, especially when it comes to like residential spirits or supernatural entities, obviously like that shadow figure thing. I don't know if that was like human. So whatever those are, I think those kind of things are around, you know? So I think you could just run into these on your own without someone who is sensitive to the paranormal. But I do think that people who are open and, you know, and I mean, it's it's an open-mindedness, but it's your energy is open to them, to these experiences. And I think there's something about that that draws them to you. Almost like the law of attraction. You bring in what you put out. I don't know. I feel that. I feel that. That was interesting. That's a pretty cool, you know, little explanation right there for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Do I see? Is that a question from Megan? Megan? Hi, Megan. No, no, no. Megan. All right. So Megan asked, <laughs> do you have any tips or tricks for exploring paranormal interest? and experiences without unintentionally inviting or focusing on negative energy. So do I have any tips or tricks for exploring paranormal interests? This was a very individual journey for me, like all the things that led me to the next thing. But I think like, if you're interested, some of the resources, there are, there are a hundred books. There's probably a million books. And I think really just finding one that you vibe with really for lack of a better word that you get good energy from truly i mean even these these two books that are probably pretty dated now that i used when i was younger like it's literally even these two books like the one that i used was literally the how to communicate with spirits for 
dummies or it was like it was idiot's guide for communicating with spirits definitely a book for you thanks bro um so it really i it really doesn't matter i think just like looking for a good source of information um but in terms of like seeking out experiences and especially keeping it safe without inviting negative energy right so I think what's important for each individual person is that whatever your belief system is, whatever your higher power is, you know, whatever the thing is you draw on for protection. Like if you, if you're Christian, God, Holy Spirit, Jesus, you know, for an example. Um, So it's all about, I, I talk about like setting intention um, and making it clear that only spirits with good intention are welcome as you open yourself up, like truly just saying that out loud and calling upon your higher power as you do that. Most systems of belief or practices, whatever yours is individually, probably has some sort of associated symbol of protection. And for again, the example of Christianity, like the cross. So having those set up in whatever way is correct for your belief system, around you to keep you safe even if that's just something that personally makes you feel safer that that's smart too i think it really all comes down to intention i think it's about um our our intention and our actions like are an exertion of energy and you want to set up energy that protects you you want to set up energy that keeps you safe and just making that intention putting that willpower behind it does that you know our words are an expression of intention our words are an expression of energy so when you say that out loud and you give it that context and you give it that connotation and you set up that premise before you're going to say use a pendulum like we talked about in this past episode that is going to keep you in a better place that's at least for me that's what i believe right again this is just from experience I could be wrong. Do your research. I would say, don't just listen to me. That's a big thing. Don't just take what I'm saying for granted. Do your own personal research. Look into things in your belief system that are protective. You know, look up prayers, look up different spells, whatever that will keep you safe. So, yeah. One of my favorite things about the podcast is actually the cover art. I think it just looks really cool. Isn't and, uh, it really cool? I love really it. It's really awesome. I think it definitely like, caught my eye when I saw it. And it definitely made me like want to know who made that. So we actually have a question from Chelsea. She asked, what is the significance of the cover art for the podcast? And before okay. you answer that question, I just yes. want—I just want you to give a shout out to the artist. Oh, that, that is the first awesome. thing I was gonna do. So, um, the illustration is done by Abby Moskov, and you know, if you go on to, here's the cool thing, guys. If you like that cover art, if you like the design, the people and the stuff that I'm gonna plug, if you go into our website on the creators page, you can see pictures of them and their bios, and then links to their websites. So the cover art, the illustration is done by Abby Moskov and her site is called A Mossery and she has really, really cool prints that you can buy. There's a ton of stuff. You can do commissions, which is what I did to have the cover art done. She's incredible. Her work 
is so good. I truly like, I had a stick figure drawing of this idea and she fully brought it to life. And then moving on to the What the Haunt logo, that was done by Christina Blyler. Um, and her brand is Gem Creative Co. And again, you can check out her stuff on the creative page. And Christina also really like took the concept, took the idea, and they both together like brought my dreams into reality. Like this is the perfect cover art. It is exactly what I envisioned and couldn't have even imagined like it's it's really it's so cool and i think it really looks so great so the significance of it like what what is it um so if you guys hear anything weird in the background that's my cat i'm gonna use this at some point there there are also weird noises because we're recording a podcast in new york city in apartment buildings okay i'm gonna keep going but um so for the significance of the cover art uh hi chelsea uh, <laughs> thank you for your question, by the way. Um, so I know some people who listen are from Auburn and specifically that uh, whole obelisk in the center, that's a monument that's in Fort Hill Cemetery. And, you know, I can't really like, even that alone, like I feel like I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. So I don't want to like spoil where we're going with the podcast with things that are coming up. And I can't really get into exactly why how significant that is because it would just like tell you the stuff that's going to happen later but what i will say is that is a location in auburn um in this cemetery at the top of this hill and actually on the about us section of our website there is a um there's a picture of this monument and you know what i think i think i might throw that on the instagram so if you're listening to this and you want to see what that looks like Either go on our website on the About Us section or on our Instagram at What the Haunt. And the picture for this episode, I will put the picture of that monument. It's really cool. It's amazing. And like something that the first time I saw it blew my mind that it's like in Auburn. It's this fantastically giant. It's 56 feet tall. It's huge. It's <laughs> like jaw dropping. But um, yeah, so that's what that is. And we're the next episode, next week's episode, we start to... Uh, get into Fort Hill a little bit because Fort Hill plays a pretty big role in the stuff I experienced, but we'll get there. So your question will be answered in more detail in due time, in due time. Wow, Joe, that was a really detailed explanation. Let's see if you have just as good as an explanation for this one right here. Melissa asks, how do you know if a spirit is angry with you or just messing with you to show that they are there? On that note, do spirits have a sense of humor? I feel like spirits, they do have a sense of humor. That's why they'd be knocking stuff over. You know what I mean? To get a reaction out of you. Well, like, like why if, else if, would they do it? If you were a spirit and you were haunting your house and new people live there, wouldn't you mess? I would absolutely haunt people. And that just, just makes you a terrible person, Joe. Terrible I would person. With them. I would let it's them. It's like pranking. Do you think pranking is terrible? What is that? Pranking What's that? Is terrible if you're alive on the like, in pranked or like, something. <laughs> just alive, and they like the people know that it possibly could be you. You know what I mean? And not just like some random like thing that's not there. That's not a prank. That's a threat. No, here's my thing. I think it's I think it's a favor because you know what? You get a, your stuff gets nudged over yeah. a little bit. A little spooky cabinet door opening and closing. You know what that is? That's a favor. That's me as a spirit saying, haha, spooky. I'm laughing at you because you're scared. But also, ooh, there's 
life after death. Like, oh, look, I'm giving you a little nudge. You like, know what would be I, a favor, bro? What? If they moved the dishes that were on the drying rack into the cabinets, <laughs> that would be a favor. Like, yeah. I don't know all this favor you're talking about, spooking, this and this and that. Like, they want to close my toilet seat for me when I'm not around, like, go ahead. Like, if you're going to close that right when, I, right when I'm trying to go past it or something, that's not a favor to me. Um, all right. Well, let me, uh, <laughs> Melissa, thank you for your question. Let me try to get into this. So, like we said just now, and I think this ties back to what we were talking about at the start. Um, for the most part, spirits are people. So, yeah, they have senses of humor. They're... I, I, I don't think you like lose what it's like to be a self, a person, a spirit, you know, like a, a human, even a human, even when you're not in your body, like when you're a spirit, I think you're still at whole a person who's lived the human experience either one or many times, depending on what you believe. Um, so yeah, people, I mean, unless they didn't have a sense of humor when they, you know, we know those people, we know those people, they don't have senses of humor. Um, so who knows? But so when it comes down to like differentiating between a spirit who's messing with you because haha, and a spirit who's messing with you because gurgur, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm ridiculous. But um, so again, we're getting into and we kind of I kind of talked about this in episode two. Uh, there was that little exercise with feeling the energy like just around your arm like or a buddy's arm by the way i think um this is something i meant to say you can do that little exercise with yourself it's a little bit harder but you can just kind of like feel your own energy around your arm but anyways so with a lot of the stuff that i end up talking about in the episodes um and just in my experiences i talk about like feeling energy and that was that whole exercise um and so I think for a lot of people listening, I'm sure that that's probably weird and maybe a little hard to understand what I mean. But even, you know, you felt the feeling like someone's watching you, you know, that's no one's touching you, but you feel it, you know, you, you, ha you feel that energy. So when it comes to knowing whether or not a spirit has good or bad intentions or is just messing around or is actually malicious... Truly, I think it's something that you'll feel. I don't really know if there's a way to determine it outside of that. For, but for me, in my experiences, it's all come down to like, how does the energy of whatever I'm encountering feel? Like the energy of the hallway figure in the first episode was bad. It, w it was terrifying. I didn't feel safe. It was invading my personal space. That bang was not a ghost. It was my upstairs neighbors just... So you guys don't freak out. The hallway figure is not coming for me while we're recording this episode. But truly, it do, it just comes down to the energy and what it feels like, whether it feels malicious. And if you if you can't feel that and if you don't know, I would say seek help from someone who does, you know, and it may be harder to determine. Definitely don't pull out an Ouija board or just go to town trying to like antagonize the spirit or provoke it um really just look for help from someone who has experience and can give you a strong opinion one way or the other so yeah i hope that helps so there's a lot of haunted places out there in the united states amongst the world right and there's a lot of yeah. haunted tours 
around the United States and the world. We actually have a question from Sue. They want to know how much for a haunted tour of Auburn. But how much for a haunted tour of Auburn? I, I, it's not a monetary price for me. It's really just 100 cc's of whatever COVID vaccine is going to make it safe for me to be able to go to Auburn because I haven't seen my family in a year, which is really great. Um, I'm not going to, I'm not really out here trying to start up a individual tour service of Auburn. I'm not trying to charge people tons of money for that. But I know that I'm pretty sure the Seward House has some kind of ghost walk, like ghost tour. I don't, I don't know if it's seasonal or year round. They, they also just have the Seward House is really a great resource for history in Auburn um, about William H. Seward and being able to like go through a house from the 19th century. It's really cool. Um, but I think that Auburn is the perfect location. Like I said in episode one, I'm going to keep pushing this until it happens. Um, and I will be involved. If you're listening and you know these resources um, and or you want me to help consult and let's get this together, but truly Auburn would be an excellent place for a ghost walk. Like we should just have that honestly year round. I think it would be great for tourism. It's a beautiful town. There's tons of history there because that's the thing. Like a ghost walk is about the ghosts, but it's also about the history and our town is full of history. And then on top of that, our town is super haunted i don't know if uh you've picked up on that from the episodes yet but pretty much all these episodes gonna be taking place in auburn super haunted place lots of stuff happens there so i really think it would be a a a great place for that to happen so um i would say the price of a haunted tour of auburn should be like 15 to 30 bucks by lantern light in a group at night around downtown through fort hill cemetery maybe the seward house could be involved i don't know there's there's truly so much history there's so many hauntings there's a a lot of deep-rooted history that has to do with um spirits and seances and we're gonna get into that later but um really there's a lot of information and i i think aside from all the theater if you're listening and you don't know auburn it's a a theater town there's a musical theater festival there every summer so aside from that i really think that the haunted aspect could be a really big tourism pull. It's a great town. If you want to visit sometime, go. But I'm not giving individual tours. I would probably do it a couple times, like a big group. I'd love to do that. I'd love to also contribute like some of my stories to be a part of the ghost walk. So I just like don't want to. How much? How much? Like how much what? How much, how much would you charge? Like 15 to 30 bucks per person. Like I'm not, Man, not out here trying to run a bro. scam. That's price, I could probably find something better on Groupon honestly wow <laughs> all right well i'll have to i'll have to you know you get me a price match on that if you can that's get me a price match that's a steal right there bro the auburn it shouldn't be that expensive me. you got me bro it should be cheap and there's you know there's lovely places five, to eat five of those the lake is right there i mean there's other things to do it shouldn't be i don't think the ghost walk should be that expensive because it should draw people into the town and then they can go enjoy all of the other things it's a you know it's funny you grow up in a place as a teenager and you absolutely just despise living there. You want to get out. And you know, it's funny. I got out. It's been years since I've like truly lived there for a period of time. And in retrospect, especially looking back, it's such a beautiful, cool place. There, Maybe there's, yeah, it's, it's great. I don't know. I love Auburn. I, I admit it. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm betraying my old self who didn't love it that much, but it's it's a cool place and i think it has a lot to offer little gem 
definitely definitely sounds very cool i'll definitely be interested something like that yeah you'll come someday but we won't do the haunted tour for your sake eric definitely not (laughs) we will not go to fort hill um so i think we're at the end of our questions for today right yeah rick seems like it right i i think so yeah so thank you everybody for listening to our second listener questions episode of what's the haunt um really appreciate really appreciate yeah, everyone i want to say if you, made, if you made it this far right now that means you're really listening and really appreciate you guys yeah so um just a few little reminders and and things um so remember if you have a question about every anything you heard today or in any of the other episodes any episode or any question like like chelsea's question about the cover art if you've got a question about why did you choose that font for the website it's kind of a boring question but i will answer it so um feel free to submit those on the homepage of whatthehaunt.com and if if you're enjoying what the haunt the any of the episodes we've put out so far it would mean a lot to us if you could leave a rating and a review that really helps out the show it helps us kind of get our feelers out there to more people it helps us pop up on I don't think we're going to be popping up on any crazy charts anytime soon, but it does kind of recommend us to listeners who like similar things. So that would really help us out a lot. We would really appreciate that. And also we want to remind you guys that we have transcripts of every episode available. So if you know someone who it would make this more accessible for them to read, or if you even just want to read along with the episode while you listen, whatthehaunt.com slash transcripts, and it's there. And I'm trying to put it in bigger font so that it's not tiny, so that's easier on mobile too. So hope that's helping you out. And if you are looking to show your support for the show and for everybody involved, um, we have merch. We have really cool stuff. Um, we With our partners, we have um, Jacqueline Ocabrera, and she makes masks with the What the Haunt question mark symbol on them. They are super cool. I have one. I wear it all the time because i like how it looks i think it's stylish uh and then our partnership with serene cottage studios uh they make pendulums there are quartz crystal pendulums that are a partner item with what the haunt and then they have a ton of awesome products jacqueline ocabrera also has a ton of awesome products that are separate from what the haunt that you should totally check out because it's all quality and then if you're looking for apparel we have a teespring merch that is available there. It's pretty, tried to make it as affordable as possible. So uh, check it out. I got a shirt and then I regretted it because it's cold now. I should have gotten a hoodie. I'm probably going to get a hoodie, but uh, check it out if you're interested. Eric, don't you have a mask? <laughs> yeah, I have one of those masks and uh, they're definitely really warm. Great for the winter time. Highly recommended. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So thank you everybody so much. Um, and we will see you later. Until next time, stay spooky. Thank you for listening to this episode of What the Haunt. To submit a question for our listener questions episodes, visit the homepage of our website, whatthehaunt.com. What the Haunt is written and narrated by Joe Wood, mixed and mastered by Eric Rodriguez. And our theme song, Lift the Veil, is written by Joe Wood and performed by Mullinator.